welcome to Holy Smoke, the Spectator's Religion Podcast. I'm Damien Thompson. President Donald Trump. The very words send a shiver down the spine of liberal Christians in Britain and America. But evangelicals in the States, they're sweet music. Not only do they have the satisfaction of seeing their latte-sipping cosmopolitan detractors humiliated, but they can congratulate themselves on knowing that, at least up to a point, they did this. Trump couldn't have been elected without Christian votes that many commentators didn't expect him to get. Earlier, Tim Stanley of the Daily Telegraph spoke to us about what the new president's unlikely alliance with moral conservatives could mean for America. Donald Trump enjoys a pretty solid relationship with America's Christians right now. In the November election, he won 81% of the white evangelical vote and a majority of those who regularly go to church, including Catholics. Of course, people who go to church will have voted for Donald Trump for a wide range of reasons, not just because of things like abortion or gay marriage. So when it comes to commentating on it, I think we have to focus on the leadership. Why is the leadership supporting Donald Trump? And what will the leadership do next? For them, they've put their reputations on the line. And they must be desperate to ensure that Donald Trump delivers and does not let them down. Some of the evangelical leadership that endorsed Trump did so because they know him, they're good friends, and they have a lot in common. Many evangelical leaders are also business people. Uh, They tend to be quite wealthy. They have a strong hatred of political correctness. One example is Paula White, who runs a megachurch in Florida and is one of the people who's been invited to pray at Trump's inauguration. Trump has known Paula White for quite a long time, They are good friends, and she is a believer in the prosperity gospel, the belief that you can pray your way to riches and health and success, which, if you think about it, is very, very Trump. So there is a synergy between elements of the evangelical leadership and Donald Trump. But as well as biography, they also share certain concerns. They are worried about the Supreme Court. They want to ensure that the replacement for the late Justice Scalia is someone just as rigorously and consistently conservative. They also want to ensure that federal financing for Planned Parenthood is finally ended because they believe that that organisation, which does provide some abortions, they believe uh, that it is wicked and needs to be starved of funds. They also share Donald Trump's views on Islam. That's absolutely critical. This is not just about your traditional social conservative issues like abortion or sexuality. This is also about foreign policy. And those evangelical leaders are very keen to see that the president comes down tough on Islamist terrorists and has a tough foreign policy that is to their approval. Ultimately, whatever Trump does could embarrass them. Evangelical leaders are supposed to be committed to the very highest moral standards when it comes to public service. And yet here they find themselves allying with a man who, even before he became president, has already been dragged into ethics and uh, moral scandals. So they stand a risk by supporting him of being tarred by association and damaging their own brand. That said, My suspicion is that many evangelicals and religious conservatives in America will stick with Trump for quite a long time. 
It's a little like when you join a cult. At first, the cult says some things which are perfectly reasonable, so you join it because it makes a lot of sense. You pay a lot of money to it. You really get sucked into it, and it's only then that it starts to reveal the really crazy stuff that it actually believes. But because you're already so into it, and you've paid so much money to be in it, you find yourself thinking, "I may as well go all the way with it." And I think there's a there's a similarity between that experience and the experience of campaigning for Donald Trump. Once you have gone this far with Donald Trump, why not go all the way with him? And that, I suspect, is what many evangelical leaders, in particular, will end up doing. That was Tim Stanley. I'm joined now by Freddie Gray, deputy editor of the Spectator, who's in Washington for the inauguration. Freddie, Tim talked about the evangelical leaders' agenda and the extent to which it overlaps with their concerns. And right at the end, there, he suggested that they might find themselves drawn into some sort of cult-like allegiance to the, the new president. Well. Trump's opponents already like to suggest that he does possess some of the more sinister attributes of a cult leader, and, and they base that not just on his behaviour, but on what they see as a, a bigoted, irrational, even brainwashed attitude on on the part of Trump's hardcore supporters. Now, I'm not saying I buy into that caricature, but Freddie, you've met lots and lots of Trump supporters. You've been at the convention in Cleveland, in Washington now. Have you come across what you might call a sort of more exotic allegiances to Trump that go beyond simple politics? Yes, I, I certainly have. I mean, I don't want to sort of lump evangelicals as all loony because they're not. But certainly when I was in Cleveland, I met quite a few evangelical Trump fans who really regarded Trump, actually believed Trump was a reincarnation of King David and a, a sort of imperfect vehicle of God's will. So I think that, you know, quite an interesting thought that sort of evangelicals will get sucked into a Trump-like cult. But I think almost it could be the other way around. Trump could get sucked into a sort of evangelical cult. I met Ted Cruz last night, of course, the failed presidential candidate, who's, who's very much a representative of the evangelical force in America. And he was extremely optimistic about the future. I mean, he, he was talking about the cabinet and how this administration, despite this extraordinary, bizarre and obviously not very, how can we say, morally upstanding person at the top. The rest of the cabinet is one of the most conservative Christian administrations, if not the most conservative Christian administration in in history. Well, Trump is not an evangelical Christian, not in any recognisable sense. He is a charismatic leader, as, as, as Max Weber would have described charismatic leaders as people who are almost offering to perform miracles. Trump talks in terms of transforming the nature of American government, American society, almost overnight without really spelling out how he's going to do it. But the expectations that build up are enormous. The problem with all charismatic authorities, as Weber said, is is that once somebody disappoints his or her followers, their quasi-magical authority can disappear, even if they happen to be president or prime minister or pope or, or, or whatever. Do you think that evangelicals will, in the long run, be disappointed by Donald Trump? I think evangelicals are always trying to read the Bible in the current events. And I think, as that talk of him being a King David figure shows, they could easily, when he does disappoint, which he he probably will, um, and when America isn't magically transformed, they will turn on him, I think. And I think, you know, you would see on the the loonier fringes and, and perhaps subconsciously in the mainstream of evangelical America, 
Trump turning into an almost an anti-Christ figure, possibly. Well, I think, I think it's worth pointing out that every president enjoys the privilege, if you like, of being identified with the Antichrist, even Ronald Reagan. Yes. People pointed out Ronald Wilson Reagan, three lots of six letters. Yeah. But um, I, I, I quite agree with you. I can, I can see people switching from um, seeing Trump as a sort of David messianic figure to Antichrist, even if they don't really spell it out. But on the other hand... Obama was a huge antichrist figure for them. So Trump is, a, is an antidote to Obama in their head at the moment. For a lot of Americans, there's a real deep hatred of Obama. I think that's underestimated. So do they mind, even church-going Christians, mind if Trump behaves badly in terms of, say, the Ten Commandments? No, I think they almost sort of like that, bizarrely. When Trump said in his acceptance speech, you know, evangelicals, I love the evangelicals, I thank you for your support, and then he paused and said, I don't deserve it. I think that really, Americans love that, that they, they love to see him as a forgiven son. And that, you know, he's had led a bad life, but he's now the hand of history has shoved him into this great position of power. And he's on their side. Freddie Gray, thank you very much. Thanks, Jimmy. And don't forget, Holy Smoke is the Spectator's new religion podcast. You can find it on iTunes or wherever you go to get your podcast, but don't miss it. <laughs>